Hey, good morning, good afternoon, or whenever you happen to be listening to this. This is the Beers and Belts podcast. I am your host, Phil Price. This is coming straight out of Charlotte. So let's get right into this. We're going to be reviewing the WWE Crown Jewel pay-per-view. Kickoff show started off with the Usos versus the Hurt Business, which was it was a good match. I mean, it was more of a TV show match, but it was really probably one of the better ones uh, of the night. But it got everybody hot, got the crowd warmed up. Usos hit their big splash to defeat the Hurt Business, and it was a pre-show, so that's that. Uh, next, they started off the main show with the Edge versus Seth Rollins and the Hell in a Cell, which I was really surprised that this kicked it off. Uh, but what a what a great way to get the crowd really going. Uh, it was all over the place. It was a true Hell in a Cell match. I mean, they were chairs, tables, pieces of chairs, finishers. I mean, they were, were all over each other. A lot of action throughout the whole match. It was definitely the match of the night for me. Um, one point, a piece of a chair broke off, and they were putting that you know, in a, in a submission hold in each other's mouths and had wrenches and all sorts of stuff. Um, but yeah, ultimately you had, had edge winning with the stomp and pinfall. So, you know, using the other man's finisher against him to, to take him out. So great match edge wins via pinfall, uh, one, two, three. And then we moved right into what was probably a crowd favorite for the Saudis, uh, Mansoor versus Mustafa Ali. Um, obviously, being in Saudi Arabia, you knew they were going to put Mansoor over for this, and he did. Um, it was, you know, it was an okay match. They've been feuding for a while now at this point, so for it to, to come to a head, Mansoor gets the victory in his hometown, and uh the crowd went wild. So after the match, you had Ali who came up and got him from behind. And then you had one of the Saudi Olympians. Uh, I believe his name was Tarek or Tarek Hamdi, um, who was, I think, a, a silver medalist, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, the Olympics come out, save him, celebrate, go up the aisle. And it was just an opportunity for the Saudis to have their people stand tall at the end of this. So, it it did what it was supposed to there, kept the crowd going. And uh, this went right into the Raw Tag Team Championship match with RK-Bro versus Styles and Omos, which you had, <laughs> you had uh, Riddle come out and give Randy Orton a, hang on, I'll be right back, and comes back in on a camel, which... Popped me, and it popped the crowd. They loved it. They were going crazy throughout the whole thing. Um, but going back down to it, it ended up being RK-Bro beating AJ Styles and Omos to retain the titles. Again, this being a glorified house show, you didn't really think that this was going to change hands. But you know, everybody hit finishers, and everybody looked good, and and it, it was a fun match. I mean, I think the RK bro tag team still has a lot of life left in it. So keeping the titles on them for a bit longer is going to be fine. Um, they need somebody else now, in my opinion, to feud with. 
Uh, the AJ Styles and Omos feud has gotten a little stale at this point. I mean, AJ Styles is also always good for a, a pop with some of the comments he makes and, you know, almost being just a monster, it, you know, they still make a good tag team, but I think it's time for them to start having some fractures within their relationship. Let's see an AJ Styles versus almost uh, moving forward and let's move RK bro on to the next group. So from there, we go into the Queen's Crown Finals, which was Dewdrop and Zelina Vega. This was the one I was looking forward to the least of all of them. Uh, and it wasn't a very good match. I mean, I, I know the idea was supposed to be monster versus mini. You know, it's kind of like the giant versus Rey Mysterio mentality back in the day because Dewdrop is so much larger than Zelina Vega. Um, but Zelina Vega ended up getting the win in a forgettable match, quite frankly. So she wins. She is the queen and the queen's crown or queen of the ring, as I would prefer to say. And uh, got a little comment from her husband, Malachi Black, on Twitter. I saw he just posted a, a crown after the match, so giving a nod to his wife, Selena Vega there, which moved on to Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. This was probably the next best match of the night for me because I was expecting it to be just a very, very quick beat down from one of them. Um, and it wasn't, they went much longer than I expected this to go. Uh, Goldberg obviously was doing some sweating as he does, but he ended up winning. There was a moment he got the jackhammer up, put Lashley in the jackhammer, and you thought, okay, well, this is it. And, you know, nobody gets a jackhammer, and then he's going to kick out now. So saw that, and then Goldberg just kind of stood there and walked away and looked for other things to do. So it was like, okay, well, we're going to push this a little bit further. And they did and ended with, you know, a spear and Goldberg making a bunch of comments going up the aisle about not messing with his family. So Goldberg defeated Lashley via pinfall in that. So it was, it was a good match. And, you know, it was a surprise match, I would say, because I wasn't expecting it to go as long as it was and have as much action as it did. So good match, good match. Next, we had Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods, which I was interested to see how this was going to go because both of them really are face characters. So, you know, was curious to see what was going to happen. So ultimately what you had was Xavier Woods won. He's the king of the ring. He walked up the aisle, and there's a little bit of a heel tease to me. I don't know if that was intentional or if that's just the way that it was coming off, but just some of the the comments and things he were do he was doing came off as very arrogant and just kind of some things you see out of heels. Now it's also the new day, so sometimes they do those things and it just pops people and they move on. So, but it it was a good match. You know, I was wondering if Finn Balor was going to have the demon come out, which he didn't. He came out as normal Finn Balor. And, uh, you know, you just had a whole bunch of chops and suplexes and, you know, a couple things here here and there just to, to keep it going. It wasn't a very long match, though, but uh, it, w- it was okay. Uh, so Xavier Woods, again, beats 
Finn Balor. And then we moved on to the WWE Championship match. So it was Big E versus Drew McIntyre in this feud. Again, two faces going here for the WWE Championship match, which I was hoping that they would not take it off Big E since his title just began and they've made, or his title run just began. They've made such a big deal out of him becoming the new champion. And again, it was a showcase of the big guys for the people in Saudi Arabia. So you had tests of strength. You had each guy hitting their finishers. So you had Big E with the big inning. You had McIntyre hit the Claymore. You know, it was just two big guys slapping meat. And um, ultimately, Big E came away with the win with another big inning. But there were some convincing Near falls, real close two counts that uh, had the crowd excited. Crowd was really into this one. And while it wasn't, you know, a 20-minute match or anything, it's not what you would expect of a big E. Drew McIntyre match. It was good. It was entertaining. Title stayed on the right person. And that was that. So, All right, so from there, we move on to the SmackDown Women's Championship match, which was the triple threat Lynch versus Belair versus Sasha Banks. This was... Uh, a good match in the end. It was a little slow to get going, and some of them looked a little bit off their game um, where they could have you know, tightened things up a little bit. But I know flying all the way out there, and Becky Lynch has been out for a while, and just you know, the nature of, of a triple threat match. Sometimes you have some botches here and there. But all hit some big moves. Had a, a nice segment again with Belair's hair being used against her where – Sasha Banks was pulling her hair and basically pulling her into a bunch of knees. Um, So, you know, another clever use there. But ultimately what ended up happening was, I I guess in triple threat, it's a legal finish, but um, you had Lynch roll up Sasha Banks and use the ropes to get some of that extra leverage and pin her. So. Had one one good segment in there where the disarmor was put on both of them, uh, both Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks, and that was a good little spot. But uh, yeah, they didn't take didn't take the title off of Becky Lynch, and that that's the right call. She's just come back; she's got her character going. Uh, it's nice seeing her in this heel run. So that was that. Uh, from there, we go to the Universal Championship match, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, which this was the one that the big question was, what is Paul Heyman going to do? What is his role going to be in this? And so you know, they they had a big guy match with you know Reigns hitting his Superman punch, Lesnar getting his F5s. Uh, Lesnar hit an F5 and knocked... Charles Robinson out with it and had his pen go in for what sounded like about 15 seconds from the uh, Saudi Arabian crowd counting for him. So obviously that was his opportunity to win. And then they both look over Paul Heyman standing there with the title. He throws the title in between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar and says, you know what to do with it. And, so the question comes up, well, who was he throwing it to? Who was supposed to get that? Who was supposed to take the other person out? So there was a little bit of a tug-of-war with the belt. Then you had the Usos come in and super kick Lesnar. Reigns hit Lesnar with the title, threw it out, and then another referee slid in 
and did the count for the one, two, three. So Roman Reigns beats Brock Lesnar and retains the title. I don't think this is over. There's too much going on with this Paul Heyman um, kind of feud between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. It's one of the interesting stories they've been able to put together lately that has me wondering what's going to happen next. Uh, so, you know, I really got to commend WWE in, in this regard for having something that is not predictable. Um, I was expecting a little bit more in the match from Paul Heyman, but they just threw that tease. So it'll be interesting to see what happens here going into SmackDown on Friday night with that. So that was it. That was crown jewel. You know, it was an, an entertaining show. I'm sure if you were in attendance in Saudi Arabia, you probably had a fantastic time, but that was that. So appreciate you guys taking the time to listen. Hopefully uh, you like this format of just a quick rundown of everything and be sure to listen tomorrow for a wrap up of SmackDown. Thanks guys. Hope to see you on the next one.